Listen as Aislinn Ryan, CEO of EHOD, discusses the history of EHOD and the upcoming Congress. This podcast is part of an ISTH comprehensive educational resource designed by leading experts for the global hemophilia community to help you stay abreast of the evolving science and latest clinical advancements in gene therapy in hemophilia. Visit www.genetherapy.isth.org for more information. Hi, my name is Aislinn Ryan. I'm the CEO of EHAD, the European Association for Hemophilia and Allied Disorders. EHAD is an organization of healthcare professionals from across Europe who care for people with hemophilia and other bleeding disorders. So it's a multidisciplinary organization. Our members are physicians, but also nurses, physiotherapists, social workers, psychologists, and any other profession you can imagine who would take care of people suffering from bleeding disorders. EHAD was established just over 10 years ago in 2007, uh, and it started out of a project called the European Principles of Care, which was a document that detailed the 10 principles that anyone with a bleeding disorder in Europe should expect to receive as the standard of care in their center. And from then, we've evolved as an organization um, to try to put in place the tools that are needed to really be able to support healthcare professionals across Europe in delivering that standard of care. We have working groups of different professionals, committees and working groups. We have a nurses committee, a physiotherapist committee, and working groups of psychosocial professionals, working group dealing with women with bleeding disorders, and most recently, a working group dedicated to gene therapy. Most people probably know of EHAD because of our annual Congress. So this started in 2008 as a meeting of about 200 people who worked in hemophilia care in Europe. And over time, it's evolved into one of the biggest uh, meetings in this field in the world. So we our meeting generally attracts over 2,000 participants. Normally, we would have it in person, and it takes place every February. So it starts the year off for meetings of hemophilia. Uh, but of course, in 2021, it will be a virtual meeting. So we've been working hard to develop this new format. Of course, it's new for us as it is for everyone. But we've put together a program that we think will be really engaging for people, really adapted to the virtual format. So rather than a full day meeting, we have sessions just starting mid-afternoon European time, which is ideal, in fact, for the global community because people in North America will be able to start their day with EHAD and then further east of Europe, they can attend the sessions in the evenings. So hopefully we have a lot of participation in the live Q&As from a really broad audience. We're disappointed, of course, to not have the opportunity to meet up with people in person like everyone looks forward to, but 
we're hoping that this is a way for EHAD to serve the greater community and get input from the wider world. So you'll see sessions uh, about all of the main topics concerning bleeding disorders. For anyone interested in learning more about EHAD, our website is www.ehad.org. And on there, you will find links to our Congress website, as well as information for the different health professionals working in hemophilia care, links to the activities produced by our working groups, as well as an array of resources about hemophilia and bleeding disorders. I'll just add one point, which is another project that we do, which I think is actually useful to the hemophilia community. Aside from its Congress and its educational resources, EHAD also has a program for certifying hemophilia treatment centers in Europe. And linked to this is a map of hemophilia centers across Europe and also other parts of the world. We're actively looking into expanding it as globally as possible. Uh, but for now, there are 400 centers in Europe, as well as centers in Australia, Canada, and New Zealand. And if you go, you can link from our website to the Hemophilia Center Locator site and put into it a Google search any country where you might be interested or city, and you'll see the closest hemophilia centers. And you'll also see there's a symbol to show if it's a comprehensive care center, a hemophilia treatment center, so a smaller center that sees fewer patients. And also if it's a pediatric center, you'll see a little symbol for children being treated there. So this is something we're, we're especially proud of because it's a, a unique resource we provide and it's useful for patients, of course, who might be traveling and want to know where they can find care in case of an emergency, but also for clinicians who might be interested in finding colleagues different places in the world. So we encourage you to have a look at that and also let us know if you want your center to be featured on there. Check back for more podcasts from ISTH on gene therapy and hemophilia. Additional education is available on www.genetherapy.isth.org, an educational resource designed by leading experts for the global hemophilia community to help you stay abreast of the evolving science and latest clinical advancements in gene therapy and hemophilia.